Welcome to the weekly sermon podcast for the Wilmington, Ohio Church of Christ. We pray that this message will inspire you and help you grow closer to God in your faith. Be sure to stick around after the message to find out more about how you can take your next best step. Enjoy the message. Welcome to Wilmington Church of Christ. My name is Dale. This is a great day to worship. Our worship hour is going to be a little bit different. Um, The format's going to be a little bit different. Today is a Testimony Sunday where we are going to celebrate what God has been doing through our church um, and to our church and all for the point of encouragement to continue to allow us to serve one another in love. And so you're going to see video of uh, where uh, work orders were completed. You're going to see uh, video testimonies. We're going to have live testimonies. Uh, we're going to hear, uh, we're going to move into communion. Uh, we're going to sing and praise God for what he's doing. But this is just a, a really spectacular, wonderful celebration Sunday about how our church is acting, serving one another in love, acting like the church. Hey, church. Uh, a few weeks ago, I was very blessed to have um, Cheryl and Tony and their little fellows come out to the house, and um, I don't have a pressure washer. So uh, they came out and spent the whole day and pressure washed my entire trailer, and um, it's absolutely beautiful. And you'll have to check out the pictures to see it. Thank you so much for coming out, guys, and uh, for being the church for me. I really appreciate it. I love that statement, being the church for me. Allow me to introduce you to one of my good best friends, uh, Ron Dupero. And he is going to tell us a little bit about himself, a little bit of his history, and... Something about Be the Church. Well, like he said, my name is Ron. Uh, My wife and I moved to Wilmington, I'm really bad at remembering dates, but seven or eight years ago, and uh, started attending church here. Um, 22 months ago, my wife passed away. Last time, Dale made me cry. This time, I'm doing it by myself, so... I got to say, I love hearing about how our church is moving and operating, how God's working through our church. But one of the highlights of my day is making you cry. Absolutely. So, um, so you know, I've been doing the uh, man, man alone at home thing. And um, Kim's sister, Tracy, her husband passed away about six months ago. And she lives in Athens County. Well, we've been trading. We've been helping each other. So she's got a hundred and some acre farm, and you know I go cut wood and do projects around there. She comes to my place in Wilmington here and looks at my flower beds like, you got to be kidding me. So she helps weed and get those under control. She helped me redo an area, planted a bunch of new flowers and stuff. Looked awesome. But uh, so on her last visit, she astutely noticed that she said, "Ron, you really need to consider." Hiring somebody to clean the inside of your house. So, it's like that was like shocking to me. But uh, my two dogs, my cat, and myself, it's like this is, I don't see the issue <laughs> anyway. Um, 
So not too long after that, I got a phone call from uh, Cheryl Brockmeyer, and she said, hey, we are looking for people that we could help uh, do projects around your, around your property. Have you got anything there that we could help you with? And I didn't even think about cleaning my house. I mean, that was just kind of silly. But I knew my windows had not been washed for about 100 years. And so I thought, do you guys do windows? And so she said, well, yes, we'll do that. So she said, I'll put you on the schedule. So a few weeks went by, and then I got a call from Jennifer. And she said, hey, we've got a crew of uh, five workers that want to come and clean your house. I was like, well, I agreed to window cleaning, but I have confirmation from my sister-in-law that my house needs to be cleaned. So I'm like, sounds good. Well, that was kind of hard for me to accept. Um, I've been blessed to be pretty healthy, and uh, I am capable of cleaning, and I actually do it occasionally, but uh, apparently it, that had kind of gotten away from me. So I agreed for them to come over. Um, they came over on a uh, Saturday early afternoon, and uh, Kathy, Jennifer, Michelle, and the tag team of uh, Tristan and Sean, they hit the windows with reckless abandon. Uh, Jennifer said, is there any place in the house that we need to stay out of? I said, as long as you don't steal my food, we should be good. So, so they went, they had free reign, and... Uh, I had to leave the house, which was a good idea. I was out in the garage just working on projects and doing some outdoor stuff. But uh, they spent like three hours just cleaning, 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 cleaning. It was crazy. Um, when they were finished, Kim would have been amazed. <laughs> but uh, I felt like me and the dogs really couldn't go back in the house. So... So I had to talk to the dogs about, now you guys, you need to start shedding outside, you know. It's okay, I know you got to shed. If you just do it outside, that would be a whole lot better. And uh, I have a, a cat that's totally deaf, so the sign language, I don't know if he got that message or not, but anyway. So we went back, you know, we started living in this clean house, and the dogs gave it a thorough sniffing because this was totally new. And uh, you mentioned that, it was difficult for you to accept help. And part, part of what we're trying to do is encourage our church to serve, but sometimes we need to know where to serve. How can you, what would you say to us to encourage us to uh, ask for help? Because that's hard for anybody. So how can you encourage, because we, we have so many people that want to serve. We want to be activated. We want to go help. We have so many people that want to do that. But sometimes we just don't know where. How could you encourage somebody who, who has a need, a real need, but they still can't take that step to ask for help? What would you say to that person? Well, if you're a, you know, if you're a manly man like me, <laughs> uh, just swallow your pride, stupid, <laughs> and pray, and let, let the Spirit lead you and direct you. That's pretty good advice for anybody. <laughs> Thank you, Ron, for sharing. Right. My story started last November when I was trying to carry some things in from the garage to the house, and I fell. 
and broke my humerus, which I'm still not laughing about. Well, that started a series of events of falls. And the last fall was when I was going from the house to the garage, carrying some things, and I fell again. So we decided then it was time to get a ramp. We called around and contacted some people and nobody was able to do it for us. So the uh, Be The Church heard about it and some nice godly men came out and measured and made and installed a very nice ramp for us. We are forever grateful for these men of being the church. I've been helping out the church with the uh, Be the Church Month. Uh, for those of you that don't know what that is, it's um, doing things for our fellow church members that they can't do for themselves. Um, and Nick asked me to give my testimonial about doing that work, and I was hesitant. I, I don't really want to do that. Um, you know, I'm not looking for glory or, or a thanks or a pat on the back for it. Um, my wife, who's my boss, talked me into this, so uh, this is why I'm why I'm doing it. Um, you know, and doing these things gives me a little bit of gratification. Um, but uh, most importantly, I, I think it's Romans 13, 16 says to give. Right? It says to give and sacrifice. And when you give your time and your experience, you know, that's to me, that's more than giving money. That verse, I believe it ends with uh, this pleases God. Right. And he has done so much for me in these past few months, I just want to give a little bit back. And I think everybody in this flock, in this church, um, has something to give to help this flock. Uh, let me introduce you to Michael Deasy. Mike, tell us a little bit about your connection and when you started coming here and attending what you, you serve here almost every Sunday mm -hmm. and a little bit about the service project you were able to participate in for Be The Church. All right. So as he said, I'm Michael Deasy. How's it going? So I've been coming to this church for close to 10 years now. And, you know, um, when I grew up actually in Indiana, I came over here because I wanted to pursue other interests and uh, college opportunities. But um so I always actually wanted to participate in the church and help out and see behind the scenes and just get involved. You know, it, it seemed like a cool place and fun, and it's it's always something new. You know, just this, you know, the um, the scripture is the same, but the experience. You know, looking for that church home. You know, it boy does it hit you when it hits you because I've been looking for years. I'm almost 30 years old, and this is definitely my church home. You know. So much that I felt compelled to come back for, you know, 10 years straight. So <laughs> um, so what I did was I was actually helping out with um, Jen uh, Schweikert's um, little uh, scrapping bit that she hid in her backyard. So that was great because um, I had got a call from Jacob Blouse about how he needed some extra hands to take care of some of this scrap. And uh, I'm like, yeah, sure, you know, that sounds cool. I'll, you know, I'll do that. Why not? And then I dragged my brother into it. He doesn't know about that yet, but that's okay. He'll have fun. So that was cool. Um, so we get there, and uh, wow, that was quite, uh, quite a bit. 
I'm sure you might have seen some of the pictures there. That was pretty, pretty good. But it was cool because uh, I'm surprised how much we got. Yeah, we totally filled that truck up. Like, holy cow, we got so much. And then um, that felt really cool to me because, you know, the cleaning part is great, but it's the fact that I was helping out and actually not just serving the church, but helping the congregation, getting involved with people personally, you know, the same people that I go to the church here with. And so it really feels like I'm getting on a personal loving level with my congregation, you know, so that was its total own reward, totally humbling. You said you brought your brother with you. He, yes. he doesn't attend here. Not he yet. Not, not yet. That's it. Uh, what did he think about you going and helping him move in scrap metal for somebody else? So he actually liked that. Um, granted, he just graduated from uh, high school, so he's looking for opportunities. And I told him, said, yeah, say yes to opportunities, you know. And he's, he's like, why are you so hyper about this all the time? I'm like, dude, because it's like elevating worship, man. When you say yes to opportunities and you're praying, you know. Sorry, that was a little loud, man. I, I got the hype in me, man. Anyway, but like, it, it's so cool. You say yes to the opportunities because the memories you'll make and the, the doors that'll open. And as I described it in first service, it's like walking with the spirit, you know, just the more you practice it. Oh my gosh, it's like such a hype. It's, it's so great and rewarding. And he, he was ecstatic about it. Oh, that was going to be my next question. Uh, you are enjoying serving and that's mm-hmm. one of your gifts to serve. You're Absolutely. very generous with your time and energy. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, uh, I think you said it, what would you say to encourage somebody who is, they're, they're on the line about mm-hmm. serving, they're getting ready to serve, they, or mm-hmm. they want to serve, what would you tell them to encourage them to step out and do it? You know, um, it's not always the easiest choice to make for someone on just about anything. I think we can all agree on that, but if you're looking to serve, there's, there's so many surprisingly open opportunities and the ways you can do that, even if it's just helping someone out, such as the donating to the Father's Kitchen, for example. It's, it's a great way to help, believe me. The circle goes round, and it really pays and delivers, you know. Uh, Mike, thank you for sharing. Thank you for serving. Absolutely. Hey, thank you. Hi, my name is Francine Fung. Um, I am really blessed and thankful for this handrail that was installed by Ed and Jeff for our back door to help myself and my daughter get up and down the steps. It's been a really rough summer for us. I've had some health issues that's continued and she got hurt and has not been able to walk all summer. So um, hopefully next month she can start putting pressure on her foot and she's going to get a lot of use out of this um, handrail. So thank you very much, church, for everything you've done. You're a great place to worship, great people, and I love you guys all. Thanks again. Hi, my name's Tanya West. My mom, Barb Little, my granddaughter, Lila, and I live here. Um, We spend a lot of time outside enjoying God's beauty. Mom especially enjoys her quiet time out here in the morning with a cup of coffee. We noticed over time that our deck was getting that grungy kind of thing going. Well, we tried to figure out what we were going to do, who we could call, how we were going to get it done. And about that time, Be the Church was announced. Um, A little humbling, 
to ask for help, but we filled out the application. And lo and behold, a couple days later, we got a phone call from a lady in our church who said that she and her son would love to come and power wash our deck. So we set up the, the day. They came that morning, took their morning and power washed, and the deck looks absolutely beautiful. They did such a good job. And so we are really, really thankful. We appreciate what they did, the time that they gave, and uh, learned along the way that if you can't ask your family, who can you ask? Oh, I love that part about uh, our family. And um, I would like to introduce one of our new family members. This is Lynette Littrell. She is our new kindergarten teacher uh, for Sunshine Christian Preschool and Kindergarten. And uh, she's going to tell us a little bit about her experience and uh, where somebody served you. Yes, thank you. Um, so when I took the job back in June... Um, the teacher that had been here prior to me had been here for a while, and so everything in the classroom kind of had been the same for probably 15 years. Um, and so I thought, why not? We're bringing in new people. Start over fresh. Um, so I reached out to Cheryl and said, Cheryl, I would really like to paint the classroom. Um, would that be okay? And she was like, of course, it'll be fine. And, you know, I have seven kids, so I thought... I don't know when I'm going to do this, but I want to paint, so we'll work it out. And um, Cheryl's like, actually, Tony and I are great painters. Um, we'll get a team together, and we'll take care of it for you. So that's exactly what they did. Um, Cheryl and Tony and Mr. Ed and Trish came in. Um, Mr. Ed took everything down. He patched all the holes in the wall. It was awesome. Um, I didn't have to do anything. They came in and knocked everything out in about a day and a half. Um, and then at the end, he came back in and hung some things up for me. And um, I changed my mind a couple of times after he already put holes in the wall, but he repatched those and repainted. And um, yeah, they took care of everything. And it was such a stress-free, wonderful blessing to me to be able to start something fresh and new and have a new classroom. So... Uh, I'm so thankful that they were able to do that. They did. They did knock it out. I was so surprised. You're exactly right how fast it went. Um, you're new on staff, but you're also, uh, you've been attending church since right before COVID hit. Yes. Uh, tell us a little bit about your church experience and what do you like about our church um, that keeps you attending and bringing your kids back? Okay. Um, so our children have gone to church here for a while um, at youth with Cheryl and Tony, and they have always loved it here. Um, I was telling them earlier in first service, they're like parents to my kids. So if one of my kids gets mouthy, Miss Cheryl lets them know that it's not okay. Um, so I love having that family um, feeling here. And so then COVID kind of shut everything down and we watched online. And then when things opened back up, um, we just thought we're going to give this place a try and see. We felt like the Lord was calling us in a different direction. And so we've ended up here and this is where we've been. So... Uh, earlier, you mentioned the same thing. It's the family feel that it keeps is. bringing you back. I kept mm -hmm. crossing my fingers thinking you were going to say it was the preaching that bring you back. But okay, the family <laughs> is good, too. It's good, too. Uh, Lynette, I'm so thankful that you were able to share your testimony with thank us you. today. And, and thank you just thank so you. much. You, you keep hearing uh, that theme, right? Ask for help. Somebody is willing to help. And so many of our congregation... Uh, do so many 
behind-the-scenes jobs helping people. Um, we have so many more testimonies we could talk about, and we still have we still have work orders to complete. So our task is not over. Our dream with this Be the Church celebration, Be the Church Day, uh, celebrate what we are doing and what God is doing through us. Our dream is that we start doing that more often. Uh, we feel like um, we feel like because of COVID and the isolation, and because of the political division, we have maybe leaned more towards stopping asking, "How can I help?" or "What can I do for you?" Uh, we're not there, but we're leaning that way, and so we have this desire. The staff had this desire. The elders have this desire that we, we just kind of need to jumpstart what it means to continue to serve the Lord. Um, and like I said, so many more people are serving than what we had testimonies today. So many more people are doing behind-the-scenes stuff that will never get mentioned. I saw two people serving in our, on our property um, yesterday or Friday, I can't remember, and uh, they were just doing it under the radar. They're never going to let anybody know they were doing it. Uh, they they are never never want anybody to know. They don't want their names mentioned, and they were just serving. That happens all the time here. We want to continue to do that, but we also want to continue to share with people how our church is making a difference. Uh, one of the ways that our congregation made a difference is through uh, the Kentucky disaster relief uh, that we did just a couple of weeks ago, and we have a video um, from a couple of different church churches that want to say thank you to our church for serving. Uh, would you take a look at this video? Last year, we prayed about what it would look like to not just be a church that reacts, but a community that reacts when people are in need. And since then, we have been able to respond by collecting disaster relief items and getting them into the hands of the people who need them. We have been able to respond not just within the local surrounding areas, but internationally as well. A few weeks ago, when the floods took place in eastern Kentucky, we immediately started putting together a plan for how we were going to respond. That same day, we found out that another local church was doing the exact same thing. After a 20-minute phone call between myself and Pastor Rich Bowl of the Wilmington Church of God, we said, let's do this together. It is so amazing to see the power that a simple conversation can have, because not long after that, several other churches and local businesses started hopping on board. We were even contacted by Pastor Rich Hurls from Life Point Community Church in Plymouth, Ohio, who said, we saw your ad on social media and we want to join you and be a part of what God is doing there. The following Sunday, they drove down from Northern Ohio to deliver trailers full of relief supplies. And now I wanna give you the opportunity to hear from these two pastors as we celebrate what can be done, what can be accomplished when God is at the center of a simple conversation. Hi, this is Pastor Rich Bull from the Wilmington Church of God. And I just wanted to jump on here a minute and say thank you to all of you who are watching this video, who donated, who gave, and who served to help the flooding victims of Eastern Kentucky. What started as a very simple conversation between myself and Pastor Dale McCamish and Jacob Blouse turned into what I believe is a powerful picture of what can happen when community and church and individuals come together. Because of that conversation and because of the partnership of so many in the Wilmington community, we have been able in the last four weeks to send seven truckloads of, of necessary items to Kentucky. 
It's 168 pallets that equals somewhere between 15 and $20,000. Items like water and food, shoes and clothes, personal hygiene items and, and cleaning supplies and other items. We're so thankful that we've been able to do that. We're thankful for RNL Trucking who took every one of those semis for us free of charge and delivered it to the distribution sites. So thankful for the Roberts family and for their support in helping us to meet needs in hazard. We're so grateful for the churches in our community who participated, for the Wilmington Church of God family, for the, the, the Wilmington Church of Christ family, for the Faith Lutheran Church family. We're so thankful for the Life Point Community Church in Plymouth, for our friends at Trinity Full Gospel Church in Sabina. We're thankful for Pastor Josh Butler and our friends at the Kings Point Church of God in Mainville, and then for Pastor Virgil Hawkins and the folks at the Port William United Methodist Church. And we're so grateful for each and every individual who was not seen, who stopped at a distribution site and gave something to help these amazing individuals. So thankful today for the Elizabeth Looney family and for Greg and Renee Lapine for helping us to connect with uh, David Licklider and Family First in Hazard and, and to helping us with Pastor Mike Smith and the folks at the Maple Street Church. These are the individuals who have been distributing our goods to thousands of individuals. So today I just wanted to say thank you. I wanted to say continue to please pray for the families and the individuals of Eastern Kentucky. I went there, I saw it firsthand. I've never seen such destruction or devastation, but I have also never seen so much resolve and uh, so many people working together to take uh, what was meant for devastation and destruction and to turn it into good. God has been so good to us. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you again for giving and continue to pray for Eastern Kentucky. God bless. Hello, my name is Pastor Rich Hurls. I'm here in Plymouth, Ohio at Life Point Community Church. The week that the flood took place in Kentucky was a very, very sad week for so many people. I got a phone call from one of my members saying that her brother was killed in the flood. At that time, I jumped on board and began to tune in as to what was going on. I got another phone call from a member that says, hey, I'm ready to help, and we have people that want to help do something. So, over the next few days, we began to pray and coordinate um, a, a, a trip in order to, to help those victims. I came across the Facebook page of the Wilmington Church of Christ, uh, Pastor Dale, and uh, I left a message on his answering machine at the church on Saturday evening. And on Sunday morning, early, I was in my office, the church office, and he called and we chat several times and said they had a semi-truck ready to go uh, the following week. So we coordinated with uh, various people, even the Amish community and those from the Amish churches who were willing to help. And we were able to fill three trailers full of goods that went to uh, the flood victims. Two of those trailers, obviously, went to Wilmington. We drove those there, and as we got there to the warehouse, Pastor Dale and a large crew of people were there to help us unload our trailers in a very timely fashion. And uh, it was amazing to see how God worked all of that out. And um, we also were able to send about $11,000 on top of, of, of those three trailer loads. I say all of that to say this, 
I believe that God allowed us to reach out um, to this ministry that you all have by looking at your Facebook page. And it was amazing as to how we were able to connect. And you guys were able to accommodate us by letting us join with uh, with you all at the warehouse there in Wilmington. Thank you, the Church of Christ in Wilmington, for what you're doing. Your ministry is amazing. And we're glad to be a part of what took place over the last few weeks. God bless. Don't you feel like going to serve? Uh, a couple of things walking away from hearing so many testimonies about how God is working through our church. Uh, one is we have to, we have to humble ourselves like uh, Ron told us, and we have to be willing to ask for help. And then, like Michael said, we have to be on the lookout for opportunities where the Holy Spirit is allowing us to serve. But there is something, there is just something about when you tell a story, when you tell your story about what God is doing, that just it captures people. Revelation 12, 11 tells us why. It says in verse 12, uh, excuse me, chapter 12, verse 11, they triumphed over Satan by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. There's something so powerful that when we combine our testimony with the blood of the lamb, the sacrifice of Jesus, the reason why we love each other, the reason why we serve in love, when we combine that with it, just, it just creates change. It creates transformation. It just draws people closer to God. We get to keep doing this. We hope you have enjoyed this message. If you need someone to pray with you, talk to, or maybe you just want more information about our church, be sure to fill out a Connect card so we can reach out and help you take your next best step. Thanks again for joining, and we will see you back here next time.